Welcome to the Miss Manual podcast, home to viewing a female's perspective in the automotive, motorsport, and blue collar industry. I'm your guest host, Hillary, or Auto Body Barbie, and I'm super excited to have Jessica Brownlee with me here tonight, or on Instagram, you can find her at The Blackest Years. So Jessica and I, we've been connected on Instagram for quite a while now. She's been in the industry since 2012. She has worked in high production collision shops and has spent time as both a body tech and painter. So I'm going to turn it over to you now, Jessica. Um, Just give us a little walkthrough of how you got your start um, in this industry. Hey, so I actually started off in retail for a while. When I was in college, I had a part-time job in retail. And when I ended college, I didn't know what else I was going to do. And they had a management position open up and they offered it to me. So I took that. And so I did retail for a long time. I was an assistant manager for the Children's Place and American Eagle. But because I fell into it, uh, I didn't really like it. And I wanted to try something else. And so I was on the community college website looking at all their programs. And I saw Autobody and I thought why not you know and that's how I started and I went to school for it and I've been doing it ever since that's awesome that's quite a transition eh to go from retail to to auto body like two different worlds oh yeah it was like (laughs) it was a big transition there was a lot of there was a huge learning curve yeah oh yeah like two different worlds and you're you're in Kentucky right that's where you are I am, yeah. Okay, all right. I guess I forgot to mention that, but yeah, that's that's quite a transition, but that's that's really cool. So along your journey, um, what are some roadblocks that you've personally encountered, and how did you overcome them? Oh, there are so many. <laughs> I know, right? So I spent two years on the wait list for the community tech college what? program. Yeah. Wow. And then when I finally got in, I did a year. It was a two-year program. I did a year, and then our teacher got deported. Oh, my God. He he got sent back to Canada. He was (laughs) here from Canada on a work visa, and they chose not to renew it. So then he got deported. And the community college is kind of a mess, so the program fell apart after that, and I dropped out. Mm -hmm. And then I found a shop that was willing to take me on part-time and so I did auto body during the day and then I did I still did retail nights and weekends until the shop took me on Mm full-time since then I've kind of bounced around uh, trying to find my place in a shop that was decent to work at Uh, but I really didn't have as much struggle once I actually got into the industry it was just like getting in that was the really hard part Right. Yeah. Like just kind of getting your foot through the door. Mm-hmm. Cause no one wanted to take me seriously, which is why I tried to do the community tech pro- program. Yeah, no, that's great. And I know it's like, I feel like that's something a lot of women in this trade struggle with. And it, it's mm-hmm. good to hear, you know, someone like you who persevered and, you know, you just got to like push through it. And I know it can be really, you know, discouraging for a lot of women. So it's, it's awesome to hear stories where, you know, perseverance pays off. Yeah, you just got to keep following through. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> For sure. Then like, you know, with anything, it's like if you if you're passionate enough about it, you'll you'll get there, right? Yeah, for sure. 
So this is always a favorite um, question of mine because I love hearing everyone's answers. But um, what is a common myth about being a woman in this trade? Or what is the most ridiculous thing that has been said to you? Well, so a common myth is that women are too emotional or they're overly emotional. And I've worked on both sides. You know, I work, I used to work in retail and I worked with a lot of girls mostly. And then I transitioned to auto body and I work with a lot of boys. And women being the emotional ones is, is not true. That's completely a myth. It is I agree. a hot mess out there. <laughs> Guys are like a sewing circle with gossip and... Uh... You know, they cry oh my gosh, it's out of control. They like to stir up <laughs> gossip and then they sit back and they're like, oh my gosh, look at those girls. They're so emotional. <laughs> right? It's like, what do you mean you started it? <laughs> they do. They like stir the pot and then wait for us to react and then we're the crazy ones. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I love that. Um, are there any resources that have really helped you on your journey that you think our listeners should look into? It could be like a website, a book, a Facebook page, anything. Well, I definitely think that community college programs are worth looking into, even though it didn't work out for me. Well, it did. I mean, it gave me my foot in the door, mm-hmm. but it's a cheaper resource to use that most people have access to. There's also a lot of YouTubers, refinished technician YouTubers that do really great videos for people to look at. Uh, Those are really the resources that have really helped me. Yeah, there's so much on YouTube these days. Like I know, I feel like Motivated Painter's on there. Yeah, he does good stuff. Um, Yeah, he does. And then um, we'll just sideline, but you are also starting your own YouTube channel. I am, but I'm not allowed to show my work. No. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, so it's not going to be refinish focused mm-hmm. unless I'm doing something on my car, which I can <laughs> show. I feel like I just saw like just a few minutes ago a clip of a new video you had uploaded and I feel like your dog was in it maybe. I just kind of briefly saw it. It's like, I'm going to come back and watch this. Yes, she is. <laughs> She's my little shadow. So I'm doing vlogging. Uh, so she's always in the background because I'm just at my house filming stuff Mm -hmm. and you know she's always right there right so is my dog they're like little shadows right (laughs) oh yes I love kitty (laughs) I know she's so great I've always loved great Danes (laughs) she is they're such great dogs like I didn't really she's my husband's dog so he had her when we met and I didn't really you know know much about Danes but like she's just so chill like for their size and you know we put her in the car like she comes back and forth to Michigan with us and she's like at the shop and she's just like this is awesome (laughs) does she fit in the car yeah they because Danes love small spaces so I have I have yeah they do like if you're if her crate's set up she'll sleep in there by choice um they're great condo dogs because they're so low energy but I have a little two-door 07 Civic and I've had four people in it and her in like the middle in the back seat like just as happy as you (laughs) (laughs) yeah but what kind of dog is yours she's a mixed breed she is as far as we can tell border collie mixed yeah she looks kind of collie like yeah and she's got that intense look stare mm-hmm. focus <laughs> of, of a border, a, collie. A border collie yeah she's <laughs> from what you're saying kitty is like very like meh like taking yeah. a nap not oh my god yes. morgan is all about it she's all up in your face like yeah. what's, what's happening what's going on <laughs> do you need something do you need me 
<laughs> yeah, direct opposite of Giddy. It's like, I'm just going to sleep. <laughs> um, but yeah, circling back. So YouTube, for sure, that's definitely definitely a great resource. I, I totally agree with you on that one. For sure. Um, what do you wish that you had known when you first started out? Because I know they always say hindsight's twenty twenty. Just that the industry is so small. Everyone knows everyone. You have to be really careful not to burn any bridges. I keep hearing about, you know, the tech shortages, but it just doesn't seem to be the case where I'm at. Mm -hmm. We have painters who have worked at shops in my town for the same shop for 20 or 30 years. Wow. So it's really hard to move up, especially in paint. They hire more for the body side. Mm -hmm. But it's it's pretty competitive to become a painter here. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it's it's like we're definitely facing a trade shortage here. And I can yeah. remember like starting out, um, you know, auto bodies being such a low paid trade and mm-hmm. ev- everyone leaving for better paying jobs. Like um, we have here, we have our, our transit system, like the streetcars and the buses. So you can go yeah. and work for them. Like, I don't know, riveting panels on buses and you start at like in the forties an hour and you get like full benefits, full pension. So a lot of the older guys are leaving to do that. And now yeah. like I can see our, our pay. I mean, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But it's- I don't know if it's because like I'm in kind of the Southern United States and maybe, you know, blue collar is just a way of life down here. As opposed to your location, I don't know. I think uh, like part of it as well has to do with with cost of living. Like I'm in a, a city that's like ridiculously expensive, and if the insurance companies aren't paying out more than like fifty two dollars an hour, a tax not going to make more than thirty dollars an hour. And honestly, like making thirty dollars an hour here, like you wouldn't be able to afford to live on your own. So I feel like that's wow, part that's of crazy. it. Yeah, like my husband being from Michigan, you know, we go back and forth often, and just seeing like how cheap things are there, like. Like six mm-hmm. percent uh, like taxes, like we're paying thirteen percent, and I, I mean, mind you, that like rolls into our universal health care, and we have like good roads and good infrastructure, but it's like, yeah, it's, just, it's crazy. And I think honestly, I think that has a lot to do with it here, where it's like, in like I would say most of the United States, like you can work a blue collar job and make like a really comfortable living. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. It, everything is cheaper here, and it sounds like you know when you compare cost of living to wages, it pays better to work in auto body here than it would be for you guys up there. Absolutely, and like just as of maybe about a year ago, now I'm starting to see because they're so desperate for workers. Like we have a whole apprenticeship program you have to go through here to get you get like a license to be a body tech. So they're hiring. Hmm like a licensed body tech. I saw one ad starting at like 140,000. I think there was an ad for a painter starting at like 200 grand. Like it's it's insane like to see the change because now they're like, well, no one can do these jobs. Like we've lost everyone because we paid them like shit. So now they're really scrambling. Like shops are just, they're just stuck. It's crazy. Well, I'm about to move to Canada. So I'll see you soon. <laughs> come, come. I got a job for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, where were we now? Ah, if you could have one superpower, what would it be? Okay, so I had to think really hard (laughs) on this because I have no idea. (laughs) But what did did I decide was going to be my superpower? Hmm, so many choices. I know, I came up with something. Oh, (laughs) control the weather. 
Oh. <laughs> hey, that's I'd a good like, one. I'd like to control the weather. Yeah. yeah. Like, just, you know, if the shop gets slow, throw some ice on the roads. <laughs> but you guys get, like, you guys get snow, right? Like, decent snowfall. We get snow. In Kentucky, yeah. Not every year. We don't get decent snowfall every year. Mm-hmm. But usually, usually we get at least one snowfall, maybe. Yeah. Enough yes. to create some work. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you'd just be making it snow all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can remember, like, my old boss when I worked in a collision shop, he would always, you know, be watching out the window, and it would start to snow, and he's like, yeah, come on! <laughs> like, so excited. I'm like, you are a sick person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, for sure. Um, so it's okay, we'll fix it. Um, Jessica what advice would you give to someone wanting to pursue a career similar to yours well like we discussed before you really have to have that perseverance you really have to have a tough skin too and I just I don't know if you can make it if you're not going to have a tough skin and keep coming at it and keep fighting for it And then also, you know, wear your PPE. Very important to do that. Now break that down. What does PPE stand for in case there's someone who doesn't know? Personal protective equipment. So wear your mask, protect yourself, wear your gloves. This stuff is like no joke. That's true. And I I feel like a lot of it's just like, you don't feel the effects right away. It's it's long-term, right? So it's Right. Easy to be like, you know, you see people like, oh, I don't need a mask. I'm like, yeah, but you're like 20 years old. You're in the prime of your health. Like, you'll feel that. Yeah. Or they're like, oh, it was just five minutes. But that adds up. It does. Yeah. No, that's that's absolutely true. And and I agree with you as well on the. And then treat every car like it's your car. Oh, that's good. I like that. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Take take pride in what you do. For sure. For sure. So, I'm curious to know what and or who inspires you. So, a big inspiration for me is my mom. She was a jump master in the 82nd Airborne in the 80s. That's amazing. Yeah. So, she's always encouraged me to just do whatever I want. And, like, she gives me courage to, like, go into boys clubs and break down whatever rules there are and then my husband does the same thing as me so he's an inspiration that he just keeps going every day oh that's really cool are you guys at the same shop or you work in like different locations we're at different shops Mm -hmm. um he is at a dealership and i'm at a locally owned place and his dealership has a rule that we can't work together so uh yeah no like inter-employee dating type of thing yeah exactly yeah and how did you guys meet we met through the community auto body program college Mm -hmm. program oh that's so cool yeah i love that my husband does um he's not like for me when when there's just someone who can to your work, I guess. And you can, like, we talk about cars or, you know, we're walking in the mall today, like, talking about, like, color matches. And then we're like, yeah, this is great. <laughs> yeah, he uses, we both use Sherwin-Williams paint lines. Mm-hmm. And so we'll call each other with questions all the time about this, that, or the other. Like, hey, what do you do about this? And, hey, what do you do to mix this and whatnot? Mm-hmm. 
So it's great that I have that resource. Yeah. And, and to like ha- just having a supportive partner who like understands what you're doing is it's so important, I think. Yeah, that's great. I love that. Yay. Um, what is a favorite quote of yours and why? So a quote I really like is don't worry about the time it will take to accomplish a goal. The time will pass anyway. I saw that quote like right before I started auto body school and that's kind of, it definitely inspired me to pursue it because, you know, at the time I'd spent almost 10 years in retail doing that and I was worried about you know starting all over again I was like in my mid-20s which doesn't seem that old but you know at the time it kind of did and I was like oh do I really want to start all over and everything Mm -hmm. but that quote I mean the time is going to pass anyways so just go for it yeah I love that I I find like I struggle with that too it's feel like there's you know there's so much you want to do and it just feels Mm -hmm. like you have to do it right away and then it's hard for me just to be like you know it's okay like the time will pass like you don't have to rush to do everything yeah I like that one a lot so I know we just briefly talked about you and your new YouTube channel so that kind of leads into my next question which would be uh, what are your hobbies and what do you like to do for fun when you're not working on cars So I am a huge homebody, so if I'm not at work, I'm definitely at home. My husband and I bought a house uh, somewhat recently, and when we bought it, I thought, you know, I had a vision, and I thought, ooh, I can do this, this, and this, and this to it, but I didn't realize (laughs) that that was a lot of work, (laughs) this, this, and this, (laughs) and so this, this, and this has turned into years-long of projects <laughs> so that like keeps me busy <laughs> for sure I can't even imagine like houses are just it's it's a lot and I feel like one project just kind of spirals and it does into another right you're like well if I'm gonna start this then I need to have this done mm-hmm. and then you start this and six months later <laughs> you're still working on the first thing and you're like well <laughs> I just I and around the house like you know he'll get to like the end of his list and then it starts back again at like the room that he finished it's like never it's like never ending yeah I mean I thought like oh this will be easy I'll just do this and this and (laughs) it's it's not I think I'll be done in uh probably about 20 years now so yeah that's good yeah (laughs) there's an end in sight yeah a very faint light at the end of a long tunnel (laughs) yeah (laughs) um live without you cut out on that last question can you repeat that oh my gosh it's doing it again is it hear me yeah I can hear you yeah okay okay one more time one more time I'm sorry no 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 it's fine it might be my end too what is one product or tool you absolutely love and you can't live without Okay, I cannot live without my Snap-on DA. I use it, like, all day, every day. You know, I mostly do prep, and our body technicians do their own priming. So, I just, that thing (laughs) just goes on for hours and hours. 
<laughs> I hear you. I did prep for like 10 years and yeah, your, your sander is like your lifeline, right? Yes. Yeah. Cool. Like cool. sometimes I think like when this thing, when this thing dies, I need snap on like right there <laughs> yeah, or just like, within a minute. Yeah. Buy a, like a spare one and keep it like locked up. <laughs> You know what? I didn't even think of that. I need a spare one. Yeah, so it's like, it's ready to tag in whenever it's needed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, and lastly, where can our listeners connect with you online? So, just like you said, I'm at The Blackest Years on Instagram, and then I have my YouTube channel, which is just Jessica Brownlee. Awesome. And yes. Yeah, those are my socials <laughs> definitely check out jessica give her youtube page a follow and thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the miss manual podcast remember to share this podcast and show the world what's possible for a female in these male-dominated industries